0: Welcome to the Bible 365 Podcast. My name is Randy Gudo, and it is Day 138. Our reading for today is coming from 1 Samuel chapters 22 and 23, John chapter 10 verses 1 through 21, Psalm chapter 115, and Proverbs chapter 15 verses 18 and 19. The translation I'm using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the One Year Bible. Let's read. 1 Samuel chapter 22 David departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. And when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down there to him. And everyone who is in distress, and everyone who is in debt, and everyone who is bitter in soul, gathered to him. And he became commander over them. And there were with him about four hundred men. And David went from there to Mizpah of Moab. And he said to the king of Moab, Please let my father and my mother stay with you, till I know what God will do for me. And he left them with the king of Moab, and they stayed with him all the time that David was in the stronghold. Then the prophet Gad said to David, Do not remain in the stronghold, depart, and go into the land of Judah. So David departed and went into the forest of Herath. Now Saul heard that David was discovered, and the men who were with him. Saul was sitting at Gibeah under the Tamarisk tree on the height, with his spear in his hand, and all his servants were standing about him. And Saul said to his servants who stood about him, "'Hear now, people of Benjamin, will the son of Jesse give every one of you fields and vineyards? Will he make you all commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, that all of you have conspired against me? No one discloses to me when my son makes a covenant with the son of Jesse.' None of you is sorry for me or discloses to me that my son has stirred up my servant against me to lie in wait, as at this day. Then answered Doeg the Edomite, who stood by the servants of Saul, I saw the son of Jesse coming to Nob, to Ahimelech the son of Ahitub, and he inquired of the Lord for him and gave him provisions, and gave him the sword of Goliath the Philistine. Then the king sent to summon Ahimelech the priest, the son of Ahitub and all his father's house, the priest who were at Nob, and all of them came to the king. And Saul said, Here now, son of Ahitub. And he answered, Here I am, my lord. And Saul said to him, Why have you conspired against me, you and the son of Jesse, and that you have given him bread and a sword and have inquired of God for him, so that he has risen against me to lie in wait as at this day? Then Ahimelech answered the king, And who among all your servants is so faithful as David, who is the king's son-in-law and captain over your bodyguard, and honored in your house? Is today the first time that I have inquired of God for him? No. Let not the king impute anything to his servant or to all the house of my father, for your servant has known nothing of all this, much or little. And the king said, You shall surely die, Ahimelech you and all your father's house. And the king said to the guard who stood about him, Turn and kill the priest of the Lord, because their hand also is with David. And they knew that he fled and did not disclose it to me. But the servants of the king would not put out their hand to strike the priest of the Lord. Then the king said to Doeg, You turn and strike the priest. And Doeg the Edomite turned and struck down the priest, And he killed on that day eighty-five persons who wore the linen ephod. And Nob, the city of the priest, he put to the sword, both man and woman, child and infant, ox, donkey and sheep, he put to the sword. But one of the sons of Ahimelech, the son of Ahitub, named Abiathar, escaped and fled after David. And Abiathar told David that Saul had killed the priest of the Lord. And David said to Abiathar, I knew on that day, when Doeg the Edomite was there, that he would surely tell Saul, I have occasioned the death of all the persons of your father's house. Stay with me. Do not be afraid. For he who seeks my life seeks your life. With me you shall be in safe keeping. 1 Samuel chapter 23. Now they told David, Behold, the Philistines are fighting against Keilah and are robbing the threshing floors. Therefore David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go and attack these Philistines? And the Lord said to David, Go and attack the Philistines, and save Keilah. But David's men said to him, Behold, we are afraid here in Judah. How much more then if we go to Keilah against the armies of the Philistines? Then David inquired of the Lord again, and the Lord answered him, Arise, go down to Keilah, for I will give the Philistines into your hand. And David and his men went to Keilah and fought with the Philistines, and brought away their livestock and struck them with a great blow. So David saved the inhabitants of Keilah. When Abiathar the son of Ahimelech had fled to David to Keilah, he had come down with an ephod in his hand. Now it was told Saul that David had come to Keilah. And Saul said, God has given him into my hand, for he has shut himself in by entering a town that has gates and bars. And Saul summoned all the people to war, to go down to Keilah, to besiege David and his men. David knew that Saul was plotting harm against him, and he said to Abiathar the priest, "'Bring the ephod here.' Then David said, "'O Lord, the God of Israel, your servant has surely heard that Saul seeks to come to Keilah to destroy the city on my account. Will the men of Keilah surrender me into his hand?' Will Saul come down, as your servant has heard? O Lord, the God of Israel, please tell your servant. And the Lord said, He will come down. Then David said, Will the men of Keilah surrender me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, They will surrender you. Then David and his men, who were about six hundred, arose and departed from Keilah, and they went wherever they could go. When Saul was told that David had escaped from Keilah, he gave up the expedition. And David remained in the strongholds in the wilderness, in the hill country of the wilderness of Ziph. And Saul sought him every day, but God did not give him into his hand. David saw that Saul had come out to seek his life. David was in the wilderness of Ziph at Horesh. And Jonathan, Saul's son, rose and went to David at Horesh and strengthened his hand in God. And he said to him, Do not fear, for the hand of Saul my father shall not find you. You shall be king over Israel, and I shall be next to you. Saul my father also knows this. And the two of them made a covenant before the Lord. David remained at Horesh, and Jonathan went home. Then the Ziphites went up to Saul at Gibeah, saying, Is not David hiding among us in the strongholds at Horesh, on the hill of Hekilah? which is south of Jeshimon? Now come down, O king, according to all your heart's desire to come down, and our part shall be to surrender him into the king's hand. And Saul said, May you be blessed by the Lord, for you have had compassion on me. Go, make yet more sure. Know and see the place where his foot is, and who has seen him there. For it is told me that he is very cunning." See, therefore, and take note of all the lurking places where he hides, and come back to me with sure information, then I will go with you. And if he is in the land, I will search him out among all the thousands of Judah. And they arose and went to Ziph ahead of Saul. Now David and his men were in the wilderness of Maon, in the Araba to the south of Jeshimon, And Saul and his men went to seek him. And David was told, So he went down to the rock and lived in the wilderness of Maon. And when Saul heard that, he pursued after David in the wilderness of Maon. Saul went on one side of the mountain, and David and his men on the other side of the mountain. And David was hurrying to get away from Saul. As Saul and his men were closing in on David and his men to capture them, a messenger came to Saul, saying, Hurry and come, for the Philistines have made a raid against the land. So Saul returned from pursuing after David and went against the Philistines. Therefore that place was called the Rock of Escape, and David went up from there and lived in the strongholds of Engedi. John chapter 10, verses 1-21 through 21. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. There was again a division among the Jews because of these words. Many of them said, He has a demon and is insane. Why listen to him? Others said, These are not the words of one who is oppressed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? Psalm chapter 115 Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory. For the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness, Why should the nation say, Where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does all that He pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but do not speak. Eyes, but do not see. They have ears, but do not hear. Noses, but do not smell. They have hands, but do not feel. Feet, but do not walk. And they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has remembered us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both the small and the great. May the Lord give you increase, you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, who made heaven and earth. The heavens are the Lord's heavens, but the earth He has given to the children of man. The dead do not praise the Lord, nor do any who go down into silence. But we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Proverbs chapter 15, verses 18 and 19. A hot-tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quiets contention. The way of a sluggard is like a hedge of thorns, but the path of the upright is a level highway. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. And my prayer today is that you would give us a greater understanding, a revelation, picture of who Jesus is. I ask that you would open up our eyes and our ears and our hearts so that we can see and hear and receive so much more about you and about your ways. God, I ask that we would not be a people who know about scriptures or know about God, but that we would be a people who know you. I thank you that you are truly opening up the scriptures to us so that we can see things that we've just never saw before. I pray that no matter how old we get or how much knowledge we gain, that we would always maintain the heart of a child that's ready to learn and ready to grow. Draw us close by the presence of your Holy Spirit and reveal more of your Son to us. We ask all of these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Today's devotional is coming from John chapter 10. There are so many things we could talk about here. Of course, the infamous passage, John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. We see here, Jesus sharing that he is the door and he's the good shepherd. But today I want to reflect on verse 16. Jesus says this, and I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd, when I read this today, I'm reminded that you and I and all of our brothers and sisters around the globe, in the Middle East, in Africa, in Europe, in Asia, that we are the other sheep that were not of that fold that He has brought in. And together with them and all the body of Christ, true believers, we are one flock under one shepherd. Many years ago, I took my wife to London, and we had a chance to go to Westminster Abbey. And this was such an amazing experience. There are over 3,000 people buried at Westminster Abbey, including dozens of kings and queens and some of the most influential people across history. And I'd heard that David Livingston, that his body was buried there. Now, David Livingston was an incredible man of God, who left England, was a doctor and became a missionary to Africa. He endured a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, but he did incredible works for the Lord. And what led to David going to the mission field was he was sitting in a service where a man stood up and was preaching. And the man said this, "'I have been to Africa, where I saw the smoke of a thousand villages that never one time heard the name Jesus.'" David Livingston's heart became provoked. And on the inside, he said to himself, I will go to Africa and I will take the gospel to those thousand villages. And he did. And when he eventually died in Africa, and look, we could do a whole podcast episode just talking about the life of David Livingston. But when he died and they put his body in a casket to take it back to England, some natives from Africa broke in, opened up the casket and and cut out his heart and buried it under a tree, I believe in Tanzania. And they said, his body goes back to England, but his heart stays in Africa. So I knew I wouldn't be able to find where his heart was, but I knew where his body was. Westminster Abbey. So my wife and I, we go in and I'm asking everybody, hey, do you know where the tomb of David Livingston is? And every person, every vicar, or whatever you call them, they kept saying, oh, yes, sir, it's just a little further down. Of course, in a very strong English accent that I will not try to mimic. And I kept going, kept going, kept going. And wouldn't you believe it? It wasn't until we got to the very end of a very, very long tour. And as we're about to exit, and there on the ground was the tomb of David Livingston. And this is what his tomb said. Brought by faithful hands over land and sea, here rest David Livingston, missionary, traveler, philanthropist, born March 19th, 1813, died May 1st, 1873. For thirty years, his life was spent in an unwearied effort to evangelize the native races, to explore the undiscovered secrets, to abolish the desolating slave trade of Central Africa, where with his last words he wrote, "'All I can add in my solitude is, may heaven's rich blessing come down on everyone, American, English, or Turk, who will help to heal this open sore of the world.' And then I looked on the side, and written sideways on that same tombstone, is this right here, "'Other sheep I have, which are not of this fold,' Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice. All of us together have an incredible privilege to take the good news which is the gospel of Jesus Christ to everyone, to our friends, to our family, and to the nations, so that they can also know who the Good Shepherd is and hear His voice and become one flock under one Good Shepherd. I am so loving this journey together with you as we read through the Bible in one year, 365 days. If you're getting something out of this podcast, please consider sharing it with your friends and with your family. As you can tell by my voice right now, I definitely would love for you to continue to pray for me. I am praying for you. Have a great day, everyone, and I will see you tomorrow with day 139.